0: All those things and so much more just grab a seat in the chair or the floor sit back relax we while she drops another casual line you're tuned into casually molly with molly and murgie
1: Welcome back to the Casually Molly podcast. I am your host, Molly Ambergee. Uh, for our first time listeners, we are based here in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, we interview comedians, artists, entertainers, and I am very happy to reintroduce. He is a well-known comedian all the way from New York City. Uh, you probably saw him on YouTube or listened to him on our podcast a couple of months ago. and what a treat we have him back on the podcast give it up for mike kaplan everybody yes thank you
0: thank you so much for having me molly Ambergie. i love <laughs> that your theme song uh reminds and teaches people how to pronounce your name so that there's no uh no anxiety over it uh i can just throw it out. Uh, i i almost i didn't do it right but it seemed uh seemed very uh yeah i i think i think uh I I like that. It's nice. when It's sort of the same way. Like Last night I was at a show, and there was a few comedians hanging out beforehand, and I knew most of them, but one woman was like, Mike, it's been so long since I've seen you. And I was like, oh, yes, of course. It has been a very long time (laughs) person who I wasn't sure that I knew at all. And (laughs) then through the course of conversation, uh, I was able to be like, hey, oh, oh other comedian do you know this person do you know these folks like oh no and then introductions got made and everybody said their names and now i know everybody's name Uh i guess i guess what i'm saying is i like to know people's names i like to know how to pronounce their names and those are two of the things that i like
1: oh that's a great thing to like and i mean i guess like i didn't write the theme song shout out to my friend uh darius varner for doing so um I'm going to let him know that you said this. In fact, he'll probably listen to it. And he's going to be like, wow, I didn't even think of it that way. But or maybe that was his whole plan the whole time, Mike. So we don't know. But that's great. Um, I was about to say you, speaking of being approached by people, you <laughs> were just performing the last time you were on the Casually Molly podcast, you performed at the Gaslight Theater. Uh, great audience turnout. Uh, everybody that I was sitting next to was having the best time ever. Mm. And you were approached by a lot of fans. Uh, did you be, feel super welcomed being in our city of St. Louis, Missouri?
0: I really did. I mean, I, uh, Yale Hollander, who put together that show, is uh, a kind man, and I think he might have been also the person who uh, suggested I uh, come on your show. So, like, yes. uh, a big you know mutually appreciation mutual. Oh no, <laughs> I ruined it. Uh, anyway, I I mutually appreciate everyone, all myself, just me. I'm the one who mutually appreciates all. Um, and yeah, so he he put together like he he booked the theater and brought me there, and uh, and we all worked together. Him, me, and you and no one else to get people there. And uh it was a pleasure. It was that was the I think third night of the of like a a fifteen show tour I was doing. And uh it just it started strong uh on the first night, and by the third by the third night, it was even stronger. And I, I don't wanna talk about how uh how much stronger it got by the end because what you saw was good yes Um, it was yes i am i'm also excited to return uh and if people come who did come out to see me in july in st louis uh i will do some different things probably but if you didn't come in july don't worry i'll do exactly the same thing but the Uh, yeah it was I mean the theater was uh, what a beautiful theater and uh, and the other comedians were nice and yeah the audience was really just warm and welcoming so I I don't know if it's like a scientific sampling of St Louis but if I had to ba- if I had to base my feelings of St Louis on only that night, I love it.
1: Good. I was like I said I had so many people that came up to me just because I was just like, "Oh, hey, Mike." And like, you know, I was like, "Thanks for coming on. It's nice to finally meet you in person." And people were like, "How do you know him?" Like, I was like, "Oh, he's been on my <laughs> You should listen to the Cashley Molly podcast interview. And then there were some people that watched our interview and they were like, "Oh, he was like so down to earth. He was so humble." And I was like, "Oh, good. I really I'm really happy that you all said that." So, uh, you got a lot of great feedback uh but you i we are talking about too you are coming to helium next sunday from now are you super pumped have you been to helium before like tell us tell us what we should know about the upcoming show other than maybe are doing the same material maybe some new stuff
0: <laughs> thank you thank you for asking uh so i have never been to the st louis helium Uh, I have been to various other Heliums around the country, I believe, Uh, certainly Portland and Philly, and they're some of my favorite places uh, to perform. The the Helium folks do a good job. I also love Helium and the way that it, uh, you know, uh, makes our voices uh, feel very high. Obviously, that will be a component of the show that I will be uh, at Helium. All the comedians do uh, breathe Helium out of a balloon and then do their entire set uh, with a voice that is fun um <clears throat> but yeah so I've never been to the the st Louis helium love all the other heliums and uh sincerely i so i'm the the hour that i've been you know that i'm working on that i'm sort of touring around and polishing that i did bring to the gaslight theater uh i i'm most likely i'm i'm still continue it still continues to evolve uh and also though i sometimes like if a crowd was like we, we all, we all saw it. We were here last, like, then I'm like, well, then maybe there'll be some, like, there are other jokes as well. So don't worry if you, if you came at, a joke that I tell sometimes is, uh, like, at the end of my show, when I, if I'm selling CDs afterwards, I'll say, you know, that usually the, the CDs, the albums are all full of completely different shows, uh, completely distinct from the show that you just saw. So if you enjoyed what I did tonight, you can get a totally different show on my albums. And if you did not enjoy what I did tonight, you can get a totally different show on my albums. So it's perfect right. <laughs> uh, for everyone. So if you enjoyed last time, show up again. Uh, and if you didn't uh, show up last time, well then, I mean, then you have another chance. You have another chance to show up. I'm, I'm willing to give people another chance to come out to the show in St. Louis at Helium this Sunday. Out of the, the, you know, the, the warmth, the goodness of my heart. Uh, I've got, I've got, a, I have some, I've some goodness in my heart and I'm going to allot some of it, uh, to the, the good people of St. Louis who might've, you know, look look, who knows what was going on that Friday night? Like, you know, maybe you're just like, oh no, I, I can't get out on a Friday night. I'm a, an observant Jew or whatever, <laughs> or I had a long day at work, but now this is Sunday night. And it's not even that. Late. I think it's seven. It's a game changer. A yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're like, but Sundays when I watch football, I'm like, well, how about this be a game changer? Have it be a football game changer? Uh, just change that. Cha- I actually do like performing while football is happening because yeah. that usually means. Like, here's the thing: you can love football and you can love my comedy, and also I think the Venn diagram uh, overlap is small enough that people can enjoy, some people will enjoy football and some people will super enjoy my comedy. And uh, and here's the thing, I, my comedy will not give anyone concussions. Uh, as so far, so far it hasn't. The research, there is no research indicating that. Uh, that it I've will. I've never like felt you may, safer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate. It. Here's the only the only risk I think that my comedy offers is you may end up hurting your knee from slapping it so much. That might be yeah. uh, uh, a concern. But so if you have a delicate knee, try to just have like a table maybe between your bot your your slapping hand and your knee, and slap the table, and maybe it'll hurt your hand. It's like so. <laughs> but maybe just switch up your hands or, you know, just try to maybe enjoy it internally as much as possible. But I know that uh, it may, these things may involuntarily happen. So just prepare, maybe bring gloves, uh, you know, yeah. if you think you're, you might not be able to control the the slapping uh, of the table and or hand. So yeah, I guess that's what I would recommend is just bring some gloves.
1: Yeah, maybe some knee pads. Okay, I gotcha. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So for people that are watching or listening to the episode, when we do release this, I will include the ticket link as well as the um, ways of finding Mike Kaplan all over social media and tickets to get the show for Helium on Sunday. Um, Speaking though of performing, you had, like I mentioned earlier, you were on a tour the last time you were here. Is this show part of that tour or is this like a new imperfect tour that we're uh, embarking on?
0: Wonderful question. So just for people who don't know, the name of the hour that I'm in general working on is imperfect, which is why you, knowing that, Molly, asked me, and you know this, I don't have to tell you this, and maybe your listeners know this as well, but if there's anyone out there who didn't know and just heard uh molly saying so is this just part of like a new imperfect tour <laughs> uh like so this tour is gonna be perfect the uh the and so an imperfect is for if you're not looking at it uh the way that i uh, spell the name of the show is a lowercase i am and a capital perfect so maybe you'll only see the perfect part but it's like imperfect or and perfect and uh it's unclear how you're supposed to say it, or read it, or write it, but uh, those are those are your options. There's a lot of ways forward. Um, it's a fascinating question that you ask, and I'm going to answer it in a very roundabout way. I hope that is acceptable. Are you familiar with the uh, the concept of the Theseus's ship?
1: No, but tell me more. Okay. I'm very intrigued now. Yes,
0: I'm I'm excited to tell you. you so, are you familiar with? Theseus of uh Greek mythology who uh, slew the Minotaur that's like one of his uh top 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 claims to fame for Theseus yes um he so there's uh while he was out to sea uh apparently the the myth goes uh that they needed to replace one of the planks of the ship and so they replace the plank and they're like oh is this is it still the same ship yeah it's still it's still Theseus's ship it's just one plank is changed and then while they're out to sea they replace plank by plank the entire ship so it left it was theseus's ship and then all the planks are replaced and they're like so none of the planks were part of the ship that left but they're like each step of the way they're like yeah this is still theseus's ship so they're like yeah this is a completely different set of planks uh and then they get back to shore and i if i understand correctly or maybe there's different versions or maybe i'm getting it wrong but uh they take all the planks that they that were now no longer part of the ship, then reconstruct a ship out of them. And now it's the same planks that the original ship was. So which one is Theseus's ship? Is it that? And so we can ask these sort of questions about our own lives, like with the fact that, you know, all of our cells or skin cells or whatever it is after however many years, or even just the molecules and the atoms and the subatomic particles that make up who we are, are shifting in and out of, you know, being us, every moment as I understand it from a physicist friend and so it's like what what even is a self or a person or a ship or a comedian or a comedy tour is the the answer to your question is this the same is this the same tour they say I think this is maybe a buddhist thing like that somebody said you can't ever step into the same river twice because the water that you step in right now is now going to be like that way further down river so it's never going to be the exact same stream of water it's not even a stream of water it's a river of water uh this is uh not even a stream of consciousness this is a river of consciousness and uh our bodies are all made of so much water so we are bodies of water like uh streams and rivers of consciousness And so this is all to say, uh, I mean, the answer is, in one way, there can never be the same tour again. In another way, it is still the touring of Imperfect, which up until I record this as a special and or album, every time I do Imperfect will be an iteration of the tour of the perfectly imperfect tour, the Casually Molly podcast, the perfectly imperfect tour. And uh, also, I will say, uh, no, it is a different tour. This one is the uh, My- Mike Kaplan birthday mini birthday weekend mini tour, uh, for uh, which makes sense uh, that we talked about Theseus, because he, of course, as I said, slew the mini tour. So I'm doing a mini tour of shows, uh, which starts in Chicago Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, then Milwaukee Friday and Saturday, and uh culminating in the this time it's going to be the third city on the tour again just like it was in july but this time it will be the third and final place that i do this hour of comedy on this tour before we visit my girlfriend's family in kansas city and then drive home and who knows maybe there'll be other shows as well but right now (laughs) of the birthday weekend mike kaplan mini tour Uh, which you can, you can see a fun graphic that a friend of mine, Mickey Cox made, uh, on Instagram and such with more information as well, but, uh, but that you'll, I'm sure you'll provide all the information, but, uh, yes, the answer is yes and or no, it is the same and or different.
1: Oh, which really blends into the theme, perfectly imperfect. I love that. So we don't really, is it a yes or is it a no? We're just present. We're here. We're making it happen. Um, I'm so happy you brought up the mini birthday tour because I happened to see that post on Instagram that you were talking about. So that's why I wanted to lead into as well. Um, Birthday tour, that's so exciting. Um, How do you feel touring on such a, you know, world-renowned national holiday that everybody's celebrating?
0: (laughs) Thank you for asking, Molly. Oh, I, I so really welcome. appreciate it. It's yes. like I could have written the questions myself. I didn't, but <laughs> uh, so yeah, I somebody was saying to me, I, I was like letting some friends know. You know, the I don't know if everyone does this. Probably they don't, but uh, I sometimes in advance of my birthday, I will let people know that it is going to be my birthday, <laughs> and uh, excuse me. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, I, I thought you were laughing, off, and
1: now you were coughing, oh. so I was like laughing oh, yeah. at you. I'm so sorry. Like your birthday,
0: yeah. Well, next time I laugh, I hope that you will cough at my laugh, as you laughed at my cough. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank no, Molly. That time I was laughing, so you not should have been coughing, but it's fine. Uh, I I think we understand. We got um, it. Yes. So I was I was telling a friend that my birthday was coming up and they said, I hope that your birthday is better uh, this year than last year's, you know, birthday during lockdown. And I appreciate that. And also it occurred to me like what I did last year on my birthday is I didn't uh, really go online. Uh, I think I might have, you know, I might have posted something like it's my birthday. Give to a charity, you know, Uh, do, do something for someone uh have it have a nice my birthday you know and then usually most days of my life i'm online uh for some hours a day but on that day i was like let's take sort of a a sabbath-ish you know uh a, a vacation from online i i think i went for a walk with my girlfriend i did do an online show at night i talked to on the phone a number of uh family and friends we still weren't you know going many places but uh you know i was in touch electronically with many and uh and so this year i'm excited to be in a city that i love chicago uh I'll, the night before a good friend of mine and i will have dinner and uh and then there'll be a show um it's nice i feel like it's nice to do a show on my, the holiday of my birthday if not only because it's an extra like i'd love for people to come to all of my shows uh, <laughs> right and if people are like, oh wow, what's a special one? Well, my birthday only happens once a year. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, I'm only in uh, St. Louis at Helium once in my lifetime. And this this combination of factors, these dates and times and molecules and planks of my, <laughs> uh, and here's the thing, even my last name, Kaplan, can be, if you take all the letters out of that and put them back, then they just spell a plank. So, uh,
1: they do oh my they god definitely. that's
0: amazing oh, yeah yes. so and uh folks uh don't try this at home none of it was planned and uh <laughs> and that's okay and i bet you believe it uh can you believe that all the letters in my name can be rearranged to other things it's true um but yeah i i'm excited like here's the thing i love i do love travel. like my girlfriend and i are gonna be driving and we we really love traveling together we love i feel like we love our home And we also love, uh, being other places. And, uh, those are my two favorite places is home and away. Uh, (laughs) like I was, I was just thinking about this earlier today. Uh, when uh, a friend of mine was saying like, he's got, I've got a project that will either develop into something or might end up being nothing, you know, depending on, uh, the the authorities that have, you know, the, uh, yes, no, the (laughs) gatekeepers, the, and, but he was like, but either way we'll be fine, whether it's a thing or whether it's not a thing. I was like, you know, that's my, my, two of my favorite things are something and nothing. And like, you know, imagine here, uh, I'll present to you brief scenes, um, And uh, if you don't mind like playing along, I've written a part for you. Your part uh, in the first of two scenes will be, I'll ask you a question and then you'll say something. And then in the second scene, you'll say nothing. Okay? Okay. So uh, Molly, what have you got planned for tomorrow? Something. Oh yeah, that's great. Something is wonderful. And now, okay, second, that's scene one. Scene two, Molly, what do you have planned for tomorrow? Nothing. Isn't that great? Wow. Nothing. Just, isn't it wonderful to have nothing? It's, it feels wonderful to have something planned and it feels wonderful to have nothing planned. Exactly. And so, this is all to say that even if it weren't my birthday, uh, the tour would be fun. The, uh, it would be, I mean, it would just be named a different thing. Uh, the fun that my girlfriend and I will have singing in the car, listening to music, listening to a new podcast we're listening to about cults or not cults or or whether things might be a cult i believe it's called sounds like a cult and um whatever yeah the people that we talk to will will have the experience and also then bonus uh i'm aging which i'm doing all the time anyway like it's so Birthdays are kind of weird because we're like, oh, yeah. now's the day that you're older. Like right, it's just like yeah. same, 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 same. Older. Like duck, 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 duck. Look, it's all geese. You know, it's just geese all the time. It's just like a a wild goose. You're just not even chasing. You're just like every. We're just all. Uh, it's like a silly goose chase. Yes. That's uh. That's what my life is like.
1: Oh, I feel the same. I, I feel the same way about birthdays. Like you know. This year too, like I went out and saw some friends and like 2020 was kind of the same thing. It was like kind of chill, like nothing too crazy, but it's a weird thing. Like I will look at it and be like, it's cool to celebrate my life. But also I'm like, oh, I'm aging. This is, you know, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like, I'm like, oh, it's like a weird thing to ponder. I feel like when you're younger, it's so exciting because you're like, oh, this is amazing. And then now I'm like, "Mm."
0: oh yeah. Well, here's (laughs) here's a couple things for you about that. I remember now... I don't know if this is a thing that my grandmother made up or a a famous quote from a wise person that I'm either conflating with my grandmother, because I think she was also a wise person, or if she heard somebody else say it and she said it. But like the fact she died last year at 91, which is, uh, you know, that's a a good age. You know, like when people always have kids and they're like, oh, man, like, what six what a what a cute age i'm like 91 what a good age to die you know if you're going to die at an age like 91's a good one and uh but while she was alive for the i'm 42 now so for the the 41ish years that we were alive at the same time she would sometimes you know as she was getting older uh she would sometimes not com- she would i'd say she would not complain more than she did complain in fact wow i really i never thought about this Uh, in this way before. In fact, I'm reaching into my pocket to see (laughs) if my digital recorder is there because I want to record this for myself as well as to be on the podcast. But uh, my grandmother, like the classic thing that she would say uh, when I asked, how how are you? She would say, uh, well, I woke up this morning and nothing new hurt, so I'm good." And then, uh, like beautiful, you know, like she's like, some things hurt, but nothing new. But then towards the end, the last couple months of her life, when she was in more pain, when she was, uh, I I feel like she knew. Sometimes I would ask her, "Uh, how are you? And she would say, well, I woke up this morning. And that's all she would say. And Mm -hmm. perhaps something new did hurt. But it's funny, because it reminds me of a joke of mine Uh, about getting a haircut, uh, where, uh, here's a a brief joke for you. Uh, Sorry to do comedy on your show where I'm promoting my comedy (laughs) show. But um, I would say, this is a a real experience that happened, is uh, a friend of mine, when I got a haircut, he said, my hair had been much longer, uh, and he said, hey, I really like your hair short. And I said, oh, thank you so much. That's really nice of you to say. And then he goes on and says, I did not like it long. I was like oh okay and so then i said to him i really liked your compliment short
1: oh and, i love that yes that's all
0: i said because i live by example and so my grandmother could have said like she's like uh i like it when nothing new hurts but today something new hurt but her new way of doing it was just to say well i woke up this morning and so the thing, that's not even the thing that I was initially thinking of sharing, which is this, that as she was aging, uh, I feel like she would sometimes, maybe, like, swing this pendulum of being like, uh, oh, like getting older, you know, sometimes there's challenges that come along with it. She's like, but, beats the alternative. Like, so, as long as we are aging, that means that we are alive, I think. I'm pretty, right. I think. I think, yeah. I think I'm gonna stop aging when I die. Uh, Like, my grandmother now is not 92. She's still 91. She's just, she's like clocked in, like high score set, and that's it. You know, she's, uh, maybe she's starting over, maybe she's zero, maybe she's one, I don't know, but she's probably not 92.
1: I love that. No, that, and I think we actually got philosophical too, on the last episode when we were trying to promote comedy. But I love that that is like something to talk about because sometimes from these like philosophical moments and, you know, even just like in-depth things like mythology and whatnot, um a lot of comedy came out of that, like the joke that you talked about your haircut. So, it all comes around full circle. So I really appreciate going on that journey with you. See, I knew this was gonna happen. Another journey, <laughs> another great episode. I'm so excited. Oh, this was gonna ask you. Speaking of journeys, the last time you were on here, we obviously mentioned earlier about the imperfect and perfect, you know, tour and the meaning behind that. Uh, but there was another story that you touched on about getting a coffee table. Have we gotten the coffee table? Uh, If anybody is just tuning into it, Mike, you can kind of explain the background of the coffee table and maybe an update on what happened with that.
0: (laughs) Happy to share. Thank you so much, Molly, for asking about the coffee table, which was uh, one of the central characters of the last tour, which was at least in part named uh, or nicknamed the coffee table tour perhaps short for the Mike and Reenie drive and pick up a coffee table that used to belong to her beloved grandmother who uh, died a few years ago and we miss her terribly. And, uh, but she owned this coffee table and uh, other people in the family have uh, not expressed as much desire for the coffee table as, uh, as Reenie did Reenie, my girlfriend. Uh, so we drove, yeah. So th- that was like the full name of the tour, but, uh, We did, and in part, it's one of the reasons that we drove, uh, uh, which I normally, like, uh, so my girlfriend's aunt lives uh, in the Minneapolis area, and she is uh, the one who had the coffee table that belonged to uh, mummi, which is the Finnish word for grandmother, which is what? Rini called her grandmother because she was Finnish, uh, and and perhaps she still is Finnish. Maybe she's not finished being Finnish, but uh, right. <laughs> she yeah she had this beautiful coffee table uh, made out of like a part of a tree. You know how they do that sometimes? They're like just like oh, I think part of this tree would be good to put tea on, <laughs> and um and so she had it and we we booked the shows i would normally fly to minneapolis to do shows but uh we we decided for many reasons we're like wow it'll be great to not have to go to airports if we don't want to to just be traveling in our car to be able to uh go at our own leisure on our own schedule and so yes the so i talked to you in advance of the tour i came to st louis in advance of getting to Minneapolis. We eventually did, I performed at Acme in Minneapolis and on the way there, we stopped at uh, Rini's Aunt Annette's home. We got the coffee table. It fit perfectly in the back seat of our car. Nobody stole it uh, as we uh, did not hide it very well. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was, if, if they did, we would have been like, please, uh, it's, a, it's a family heirloom of a table. We would, uh, and I'm sure that people, maybe, Maybe people sensed that. They were like, this seems like an important coffee table. Sure. Um, and yeah, and now we we made it home and the coffee table uh, resides in our living room right near a new chair that we got after that as well. So now we previously only had one chair in our living room uh, and a couch, but now there is a chair for me, a chair for Rini, a couch for anyone who wants to sit on a couch. Okay. And also we're allowed to sit in each other's chairs, but uh, I did... Uh, I, at one point, got real excited about her new chair and, like, jumped up onto it with my feet like a dog. And uh, that's, a, you know how I don't know if this is the case in in me, in all uh, male-female relationships, but uh, I am like a dog, uh, you know, like, just bounding all over the place, being like, <laughs> look at this chair! Isn't this so exciting? You got your <laughs> chair here? And uh, Rini is like a cat, being like, hmm, uh, do you it's, I'm glad that you like the chair, and also, uh, yeah, down, down, down off the chair, down. <laughs> uh, Rini Re- just poked her head into the room, and uh, and I was just transmitting uh, her act out because that was uh, that was uh, that that was her experience. I'm I'm uh, yes, yeah, the answer. Thank you for remembering. Thank you for following up. Thank you for asking. Let me, if I may. Uh, I love, uh, I love being on your show. I love being on podcasts. I like being anywhere that people want me to be and invite (laughs) me to speak. Uh, and you're always
1: welcome. So
0: I really appreciate it. I'll be here every week. Uh, the, what's the opposite of casually the formally Mike, uh, the formerly casually Molly formally currently Mike show podcast and. Uh, the thing, the, the very specific compliment that I would like to give you about your show is, like, my, one of my favorite ways to do comedy is, like, to show up, uh, with a plan, with, you know, jokes that I'm preparing to tell, with topics that I, uh, plan to address, and then I optimally, sometimes, in the moment, uh, I might say things that I, didn't even know I was going to, that I hadn't planned, new jokes arrive, new things get riffed, new experimentation happens when an audience is open to that, uh, it, sometimes I end up not saying anything that I planned to say. And so I feel like here, I feel like a, a similar like structure is in place where... I can say as much as I want about whatever I want. I could tell jokes that exist. I could tell stories that I've told before. I could answer questions that you're asking in ways that I couldn't have imagined. But the point is that you're here with like the skeleton of like, no matter what happens, you're like, oh, also I do have a question from last time th- like that you've you've clearly prepared. And it feels, uh, I, I feel very well supported and taken care of like there's, There's no way that this could go wrong.
1: Exactly. See, and that I really, first of all, that was so kind. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And that's exactly what I want people to feel like when they're listening to it. And even when they're a guest like you is that in life, right? I mean, again, getting a little like on that philosophical journey here, I am a planner but I have also had to learn that not everything goes according to plan sometimes. And so that's why I think you and I get along because I'm like perfectly imperfect. Just be casual. Just roll with the punches. Um, And then what's cool is that sometimes you learn things. Like I had no idea about your grandmother having like these really interesting, amazing thoughts. And we got to catch up about, you know, getting the coffee table. And I didn't realize it was like, a family heirloom of a sense. Like I thought maybe like, you know, her family member owned it, but I didn't realize the sentimental value. And so that, that's the best thing. Swirling it back to comedy. That's always the best way to learn about people. It's like, you know, through their material and being on stage, uh, which I, like I said, you're traveling, you're doing all this exciting stuff. Um, what should people know moving forward about your comedy? I know you had mentioned you're kind of recording a special and everything coming up, but for people who are first listening to this podcast that didn't hear your interview the first time around, what would be like a good way to describe your comedy style?
0: Oh, sure, I I appreciate it. I think think that uh, number, I'll answer in at least three different at least two at least at least one way i think i think there's going to be several i don't want to make promises i can't keep but uh number one uh my comedy style is kind of like this podcast but if molly weren't asking questions (laughs) and there were more punchlines planned uh so that's one way uh number two is uh somebody said to me recently that uh You know they say about jazz that it's all about the notes that you don't play they said to me mike your comedy is like the opposite of jazz it's more about the pauses that you don't take and so that's one way Uh, another is uh, i would say instead of me telling you about my comedy i would recommend uh why not listen to an (laughs) album or watch a clip the most recent one that came out uh i put out an album last year called aka And it was originally going to be called, I don't know if I told you this, uh, All Killing Aside, because it's about love and compassion and not murdering. So we're taking All Killing and putting it aside. But because it was coming out towards the beginning of the lockdown uh, in this pandemic that offered so many uncertainties with where life uh, was going to potentially take people uh, medically, financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually, we're like, maybe let's not have killing in the title if we uh we don't want to uh like the material's all the same the album's the exact same thing but instead we called it aka which is an abbreviation for all killing aside it's also an abbreviation for also known as so aka became the aka the also known as it's like all killing aside aka aka if you will and so when i talk about this sometimes it feels a little bit uh, like a TED Talk or like an Ask Me Anything on Reddit. And also my initials are M-A-K. So this is sort of an AMA about the album that came out last year on the 8th of May. Uh, hope you're feeling A-OK uh, about all that today. Um, and so sometimes my comedy is like about rhyming, but that album, uh, a friend also, uh, after listening to it, they they said a nice thing. They said it it's like hilarious and layered and uh, which I call hilarious. So that's what I would oh. say, that my comedy is hilarious, uh, with layers layered right into the hilarity. But uh, definitely check out that album if you haven't, and on also any number of my albums, but that one I feel is like, you know, the most representative of who I am now and what I'm doing now. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, my comedy is, uh, it's fun. It's fun and it's about, it's me, and so, yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're still listening to this, which you probably are, because I think you, I think it's, is anybody here not still listening to this uh, or watching this? It's, you've got to be, I think, I think anyone listening is probably listening. And so, uh, it's, my comedy is just like this sentence, but with different words in it.
1: Exactly. And I. I'm so happy you talked about AKA because I think we only touched a little bit on it the last time. And we talked more about like comedy central and getting to Amazon. And I remember thinking, I was like, Oh, I wanted to talk to him more about that. So see, you already knew already in sync on the same page. And I love that, um, it all like alliteration wise. And that's something I'll, I'll bring up too, cause I'm pulling up your information for the show, but, um, you do have a lot of like good alliteration and rhyming when it comes to it. Um, I don't. I hope this is a compliment to you, but it kind of reminds me, like Lin Manuel Miranda, when he's writing a song or writing a piece. I kind of feel like that's watching you do comedy, and it, mm. I, I, and I mean that as a as a compliment. I know it's like a musical and maybe a different genre, but I feel like, you know, you only have. Thank you. Um, I was just given time, and I really appreciate all our team here. Shout out to Mid Coast Media. Um, but I really love that. You know why I bring this up is that I'm trying to phrase this the way that I want to is that I don't feel like anybody else does the comedy you do except for you. Uh, do you ever get that sometimes from other people that you're just kind of like a Mike Kaplan brand all on your own?
0: Uh, I, first of all, thank you for asking. That is very kind of you to say. I, I accept your, Intention and the consequence of your intention. I like. I like that you're you're concerned in a in a positive way, Molly. That uh, that I could take it the wrong way. Where you're like this one guy who is so acclaimed in his field. You know a. Tony Award-winning, probably Grammy Award-winning, like almost all the awards-winning, <laughs> like nearly a like universally beloved, uh, a figure in American pop culture, maybe an internationally known culture today in the world. You remind me of this guy, as if I could be like me Miranda he's not a comedian so what are you talking about <laughs> you' like uh, Mike I don't know if you've heard of Albert Einstein and I know he was more of a physicist and a scientist and a thinker than uh, than a comedian or an artist per se but I do feel like your eyebrows are similar like I hope that uh, <clears throat> so I mean I can't I I can't speak to everyone else's experience, uh, but I, and I mean, I'm glad that you uh, experience my work the way that you do. Uh, It feels like that's sort of, I think the goal for most comedians or most artists would be to, like, be themselves uniquely in a way that, like, you know, some Mm -hmm. of my favorites, like. Nobody does comedy like Maria Bamford does. Nobody does comedy like Aparna Nancherla does. Nobody does comedy uh, like Tig or like John Oliver or like Chappelle or like Wendy Liebman or you know like there's and there's obviously genres like you know within comedy, within music, within everything. Uh, there are there genres within everything? Yeah, I'll say it. I, I I tell I tell it like it is, or I tell it like it might be. Um, <laughs> And I, yeah, I yeah, I tell it like it might be is my new. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. This is this is how it is. I tell it like it might be, but also it might not be. So sometimes I tell it like it isn't, and that's fiction. Um so, oh yeah, you know like Charles Dickens, he really told it like it wasn't. Um <laughs> I I get I mean, I can only Here's a a way that I'll answer this question uh in another roundabout-ish way roundabout-ish this time not even roundabout um but uh, i remember thinking about this long ago the idea that like jugglers uh can be very good at juggling without knowing anything about physics per se like mathematically like you might ask a juggler like can you describe you know the uh, the parabola that like, you don't have, you don't have to know the word parabola or the definition in order to, uh, and I don't even know if that's the right word to use in this, but you don't have to know anything about parabolas to know, to, to do juggling. And you could also be a physicist and be able to describe, uh, exactly what's going on with, a, a juggler's intricate act. And the physicist doesn't necessarily even though they know how to describe it all mathematically they might not be able to juggle so to know it is not to do it and so to answer your question about what i do uh, i guess i would say uh, like the dalai lama once said i don't mean to compare myself to the dalai lama but in this case i think i am similar to the dalai lama where he said one time in answer to a question i don't know what the question was but he said something like it's simple the answer is simple I don't know. So uh, yes. I, mm-hmm. yes. I truly, I mean, I do my best to be myself and to, you know, to share the things that I want to share, the things that I'm, you know, moved or called or inspired or the the, the things that I think and see and feel and do. Uh, I'm like, I'm doing things the, the best and only way that I know to do things and uh and lin-manuel is doing things the best and only way that he knows how to do things so i accept it i am comedy's lin-manuel miranda you heard it it wasn't i didn't say it first you heard it from molly first i'm just paraphrasing what she said to my own advantage uh to my own overblown credit like mike kaplan the Einstein of stand-up comedy. That one was, he gifted it to himself. Like Mike Kaplan, the, like, look, I know that Picasso famously, (laughs) look, I could draw things that don't look like people too. And I do in my comedy. Uh, So yeah, that's, uh, thank you for asking your kind question. I hope I've answered it uh, at all.
1: Yes, well, and I, the only reason I, I was a theater major, I love, you know, musicals and, you know, some are better than others, obviously, but, uh, I just always have looked up to Lin Manuel Miranda, even before he got all these critically acclaimed, you know, uh, Tonys and whatnot and sometimes I feel like when you talk about theater and comedy some people not everybody because you're lovely and a professional but sometimes you'll talk to people when people are like why are you comparing me to theater like and I'm a ha. but you know that kind of thing but I, I mean that in the highest regard to both you and Lin-Manuel Miranda so Ooh. you heard it here first on the Casually mm-hmm. Molly podcast so
0: <laughs> if I may I have yes. one more thing to add and another thing so perhaps two things but yeah we still have I some like... time
1: we're good oh yeah. Great, great. I,
0: so on this subject what one I'd like to do a brief scene like I'm not uh, as accomplished an actor I'm, I'm doing I'm doing stand-up and stand-up is performing but here's now my a brief scene uh, of me uh, I'm performing as a, the character of a comedian who is offended to be compared to theater <laughs> what theater me a perform I tell the truth and theater <laughs> is full of lies okay and that is uh, uh, a presentation that's my uh hope it was good acting. Okay. The, <laughs> the thing that I, I, I would it. like to add about music specifically is that, I don't know if this came up on our first talk, but okay. did you know, uh, which you would know if I told you, that my parents were both music teachers?
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I started
0: mm-hmm. playing the violin when I was four. And so as such, uh, music was like a language that I learned kind of, you know, along with uh the english language it was like one of the first you know experiences that i had and remember having and still carry uh through to this day i still make music i still love music and i do think that my comedy and probably all comedians i think that there is a musicality to like r- regardless of the fact you know whether there is rhyme or whether the rhythm can be you know, meted out you know on like uh, a staff of like music paper or what have you, which it could be. In fact, my girlfriend uh, went to Berklee College of Music. Uh, I don't know if that's the official specific name, but it was called Berklee and it's a college of music in Boston. And while she was there, I believe at one point or at some point in her life, I know she had this experience where she got the sheet music for a Tom Waits song. And she had, I believe, not heard the song, but she started uh, playing and singing the song as the sheet music was written and got uh, an interesting reaction because Tom Waits, if you listen to him, quote, sing the song, it's hardly singing. It's, It's like his voice, he's doing a very specific thing, and there are notes that were codified in this sheet music, but... To sing it, like, what I'm doing now, like, you know, the way that they can do, like, auto-tune the news or whatever, like, you can have uh, every every spoken tone, every word that we speak is a note, and there is rhythm to it, whether it can be, you know, like, it, whether it, like, is a waltz, or whether it's in 4-4 time, or whether, you know, like, oh this one's a, it's a 7-8, and then it's a, oh, wow, it's a 5-4, this one's jazzy. Um, I, I think that, I don't know, I can't, I can't say for sure again, because I am me and I can't know me from the outside observationally as others could. Uh, but I do think that there is a way that like when I record an album, when I record a special, when jokes are completed, when jokes are done and they go almost like the same way every time, like sort of the same way that, you know, like I saw Bob Dylan in 2004 at Boston University and I recognized only about three of the songs. Like I'm I, I, I not familiar with all of his sure. uh, catalog, mm-hmm. but like when Blowing in the Wind came on, I was like, I love this. Uh, I was like, wow, what a what a beautiful, like new way to hear uh, a song that I was familiar with. And so similarly, like when a joke gets done, like now I'm like Bob Dylan. I'm like, I'm sort of like the Bob Dylan, lin Miranda, Einstein of comedy, uh, Picasso as well and uh keep adding to the resume
1: yes
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, i mean yeah it's always never never done never always uh i'm like the the paddington of comedy as well um paddington the the resume so it says here that you're a bear okay great um and you've just been a bear this whole time got it okay bear with me folks (laughs) yeah um I, yeah, I guess the point is to say that, uh, the question that you asked, the the loving, lovely comparison that you made, I do really appreciate. And I do think that there is, like, there are ways that I say things that are by choice that aren't necessary to say in the ways that I do, other than that I'm like, well, this is how the song of this joke goes. So not only am I not offended, by your comparing me to a masterful music creator. Uh, I think, I think that your comparison was, uh, I would say, genre wise, right on.
1: Ah, oh, perfect. On the same page. Love it. Uh, speaking of genres, before we head out of here, you mentioned earlier, you know, you and Reenie, you know, touring the road, go into shows and you guys kind of like, you know, speaking of music, kind of sing along together, listen to podcasts. What's the playlist we're listening to on the car ride to St. Louis, Missouri?
0: (laughs) Ah, wonderful. Uh, Wonderful to ask. Thank you so much. Uh, So I don't know what we will listen to, but I do know that we, here are some things that we have listened to. And so it might be these, and it might be things like these, but uh, Rini has pulled up variously, sometimes an 80s, like best of the 80s playlist that we'll sing along to. Yes, Sometimes a best of the 90s playlist. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we were both certainly alive and cognizant and enjoying <laughs> music in those decades. Maybe we'll even get into the 2000s. Uh, <laughs> we also do like a lot of hip hop. Um, yeah. And uh, and I guess I guess I'll, I'll use these final moments to plug in addition to my own work. Uh, some hip hop that I enjoy uh, comes from my friend Zach Sherwin. Zach Sherwin is a, uh, a masterful creator of music, rap, comedy, and lately uh, a show called The Crossword Show that if you're in Lo- the Los Angeles area, you should go see it when he's doing it uh, coming up soon. And then hopefully it'll be able to be viewable uh, other places when it goes on tour when that is a thing that happens again. But uh, yeah, so I recommend to everyone uh, check out Zach Sherwin's YouTube videos, at least, if not on Spotify, wherever wherever you want to take in audio-visual combinations. So I, I guess I'm saying uh, on this road trip, I will listen to at least some of my friend Zach's music, because I love it.
1: Ah love that. See, that's awesome. And now on my car ride home, I'm going to plug some Zach Sherwin. in right now. I was about to say, I was like, what are some recommendations? But you already, see, again, you casually answered the question that I was about Ah. to ask. Uh, We were like prepared slash like not prepared, but it was great. And I loved it. Um, Let's talk about your show really quickly. This upcoming Sunday at Helium Comedy Club, St. Louis, Missouri, October 10th. I will be there, so everybody else should be there as well. Um, anything else that I'm leaving out uh, about your show that I should know?
0: Uh, <laughs> I think I think you've done it. Uh, yes, yeah, 7 p.m. at Helium in St. Louis, 7 Sunday <laughs> on uh, October 10th, and I'll yes. be I'll have turned. I don't even know what my life is going to be like because <laughs> I'm turning 43 on Thursday, and as such. Uh, I will be older and hopefully at least a few days wiser than I am now. So uh, come see, come see what the new me, which is also the old me. It's weird that the old me is younger than the new me. The new me is the oldest me that I've ever been. So come see the old me on Sun, the older me. The come see the oldest me possible on Sunday. Right now, who knows what I'm talking about? I'm just a, I'm just a young me right now. <laughs>
1: Yes, we're going to be casually aging together in the Helium Comedy Club on Sunday, October 10th at 7pm. You brought up the time and I should have brought that up too. Uh, You kind of remember probably from our last episode, now that we are casually done with our interview, great timing, great, so much great content. I'm so excited. Uh, What are you going to casually do now with the new you or the old you after our recording? (laughs)
0: Uh, In one moment, I will do the same thing I do most Sunday afternoons, casually, Molly, is uh, learn about Tibetan debate and Buddhist ontology with my Buddhist friend, Gus.
1: Oh, that is so cool. If you learn anything, let me know that I should know that would apply to my (laughs) life. Because I definitely couldn't couldn't use some peace. So I really appreciate it. Uh, Everybody, make sure again, follow Mike at... M-Y-Q-K-A-P-L-A-N. Uh, didn't want to spell it like plank, but I just <laughs> wanted to make sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just, just take make sh- M- Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. go ahead. What were you saying? Go oh, ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it's, it's just M-Y-Q and then scramble all the letters of a plank and <laughs> then you'll know where to find him.
1: Exactly. And it's super easy. First name, last name. Uh, you can follow the Casually Molly podcast at the Casually Molly podcast. Very creative. Uh, just remember Molly with an I-E. Uh, we'll be sharing this interview all week. So very excited to see you on Sunday and thank you again for joining the casually Molly podcast. We'll just have you another time again. <laughs> thank you.
0: Same here. Let's uh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, we'll be, I'll be back for the casually Molly formally Mike future uh, combo podcast. Sounds good.
1: Can't wait. Bye everybody. Have a good one.